We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA Front Office Show. Happy Monday. I'm Trevor Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane. Joined by Kate Smith at Kate Smith NBA. Plenty to talk about today. A lot of injury stuff, but before we dive into it, quick reminder, do subscribe to the NBA Front Office YouTube channel. Turn on those notifications as well and follow the podcast feed over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. You can do both of those things, which would greatly help out the show. Uh, Keith, Monday, starting off a new week, and I wish we didn't have so much injury stuff to get into <laughs> today. I always hate, hate seeing that, but some important things for some big name players here. Yeah, for sure. Now on the plus side, a couple of returns uh, mm. to, to the lineup for a couple of big names and teams that are fighting for uh, postseason spots. So so that, that, that's a positive. Hey, did want to say I noticed a couple more people wrote reviews over on the uh, Apple podcast side. Those are hugely helpful. So if you guys can go in there and, and write a review, even even if it says like these guys are great and that's it, like we'll take it. You know, just, yeah. you know, if you think we stink, you can just tell us that in the comments on the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll look there. But but yeah, that is very, very helpful. Um, and it helps people find the podcast version of the show as well when there is a written review attached to the rating. But thank mm-hmm. you to everybody who's been going out there and doing that. And, uh, you know, with channel channel here on YouTube continues to grow. So that's great, too. So, you know, super excited about that. And if you sign up and subscribe and hit the notifications, you'll find out when we go live for front office Fridays. Um, I don't yell except on Friday. So if, if you want to know what that's all about, you'll find out uh, this coming Friday, which is a lot of fun that we have doing front office Fridays. That's right. That is our weekly live show. Hopefully you all come join us for that. Uh, let's kick off this show. Let's go with the positive LeBron returns. Uh, surprisingly declared doubtful to play a couple days ago, day before the Lakers match up the Chicago Bulls, then upgraded to questionable the day, the day of the game. And the next thing you know, he's playing. I mean, this is after the whole situation where the reports were out that he would try to return with a few games left that he pushed back on Twitter and, and all that sort of stuff. And then here he is playing with what, like eight games left on the Lakers schedule at that point. Um, it didn't look bad, but according to LeBron, he said, he had some interesting comments after the game, said that he had a torn a tendon in his foot, that two doctors had said he needed surgery. And then he found the LeBron James of foot doctors who told him that he could do it without surgery and, and get through it and, and all that. Maybe he still needs surgery this summer. But um, Keith, let me throw it to you. I'm going to start calling you the LeBron James of salary cap sheets. 
I'll, I'll take it. Uh, what I was going to say is he should have went to the Michael Jordan of foot doctors and he might've been back like a week or two earlier. So, but I mean, Hey, I guess, you know, when you settle him for second best, you're, you're going to start a LeBron MJ debate in our, in our comments. And I, I am here for none of it. Yeah. I, I'm not here for it either. I have no interest in it. Either way, I've been there for basically the totality of both of their careers. And uh, they're, they're both really, really good. Um, yeah. I mean, I get it. I, the early return is shows to me that LeBron, obviously, unlike what was levied by some, that he only cared about breaking the scoring record and didn't really care what happened this season. That's obviously not true, or he wouldn't be coming back at all mm -hmm. uh, this year. So, you know, that says to me he feels the urgency to to get back and to to come back. I mean, it's unfortunate, you know, with a hurt foot that he didn't grow a couple inches because then maybe he could have stopped Pat Bev and not been too small in the paint. God. So, uh, but you know, I mean, Pat, I, Pat it, Bev is setting himself so well for his post playing <laughs> days career. You just right? he's executing the plan flawlessly. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely perfectly. I didn't really understand his spoon and his fork comments. I thought no, but it got it, but it, he gets a lot of traction. That's the whole point That's of it. everything he says yeah. is just no, just get stuff that's going to get yeah. people to mention it. Yep. And that's and he's very good at that. And you know what? Credit where credit is due. He talked some trash before he came in uh to the game and he backed it up with you his, know, with, his with teammates did. So yes. His teammates did, but I mean he <laughs> made the big shot at the end. So you know, we'll, we'll give him that uh, credit there. But yeah, for LeBron, my guess is if this is it sounds like there's a plant of fascia to man, that was Boston fully came out of that on oh, that one holy cow <laughs> plantar fascia injury um <laughs> was in there not planta fascia um, <laughs> a little punchy here on a monday it's, it's monday um, it sounds like that's something that it's probably just going to be a matter of can he play through the pain or not for yeah. the remainder of whatever this season has entail for him and the lakers and then it, it's weird because that's an injury where sometimes there's surgery needed. Sometimes there's um, just rest. I know I want to say, I remember one of the surgical techniques is it's like they, they cut it and then let it basically heal itself um, and come back together. There's not like, like anything that's you know necessarily done beyond that. So, you know, but it, you know, that's a, uh, yeah, well, what is it? They always say my minor surgery is one that's being done on someone else, uh, not you. So that's, you know, definitely true with that. But my guess is this probably a pain management thing for him in the rest of the season. And then we'll see what the off season brings for him to, to be ready to go or not. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully he's able to, to get through whatever is left of the, of the Lakers season. And then, they can go from there. Uh, one player who will not be able to get through the remainder of the season, Damian Lillard, looks like he is going to be shut down. In fact, the Blazers shut down their team Everybody. effectively yeah. for, for tonight's yeah. game against the Pelicans. Um, pushed the Pelicans to like a 12-point favorite or something going into this one because the Blazers, they're, I mean, no Jeremy Grant, no Damian Lillard, no Anthony Simon. They're, they are saying, this is it. We're, we're calling it a season, and we'll see you guys next year. So that's uh, and that's not a surprise, given where the Blazers are at in the standings, the way things have gone, that um, they've made this decision. Now, and I thought it was interesting, Sham Strania threw out there that he expects the conversations to take place this summer about whether or not Dame is a Blazer next season. Um, I know that's that's been a conversation for forever, essentially. But I don't know. I just have a hard time seeing either Portland or Dame pulling the trigger to actually have some sort of separation here. 
Yeah, same here. I just don't see it. I mean, he's never asked for a trade. They they've never shown any interest in the trade in a trade. He has an extension that's going to kick in uh, still three years from now uh, before that one even kicks in, where he added a couple more years onto his contract. So beyond this season, this year he makes about forty two point five million. Beyond this season, he is still owed two hundred and sixteen million dollars over the next oh. four years. So forty five point six. 48.8, 58.5, and 63.2 uh, in the final year. Player option that year, so maybe ups up. I highly, highly doubt it at what his age will be at that point. So, yeah, I mean, as for the Blazers right now, Lillard's apparently been dealing with a calf injury. Anthony Simons had an ankle thing going on. I forget what Jeremy Grant's injury is, um, but he had been out for – prior to all of this and Nurkic has been dealing with I also believe it's a calf injury um mm-hmm. on and off for a while now too so I think we're in a position here where as the dogs come barging in um they uh I think that Portland is looking at it and saying look we're not making up the deficit and no. we're not going to push our guys because even to come close we're going to have to ask our main guys to play 35 40 45 minutes a night to try and win these games. And if we're not going to push to win the games, what's the point? So let's just call it what it is. Let's be done and you know get these guys rested and ready to go. Next, this summer and next season, uh, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, Jeremy Grant still remains extension eligible. Mm-hmm. My guess is that both sides understand where everything is. With that, we'll see if anything goes you know, with that before uh, we, we get to the deadline, which he's extension eligible all the way uh, through the 30th of June. So we'll see what happens with that. Or does he hit free agency? Um, Simon's Nurkic obviously signed long-term, but looks like Portland's going to drop into getting another pretty good draft pick. Uh, they used a pretty good pick to get Shaden Sharp, who he's taking advantage now, at least mm-hmm. we're seeing that while uh, guys are out and he's playing quite well. So that, that's a plus and a positive. So, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see where things go from here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. 
We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Chase Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yeah, and, and specifically as far as where they are in the standings, if they, I think the most they can drop, well, yeah, definitely, the most they can drop would be one more spot. They are a half a game behind uh, in in tanking terms, so they yes. are actually half a game ahead in normal terms, but in tanking terms, they're half a game behind the Orlando Magic right now, yeah. and the, the Magic have won three in a row. The Blazers have lost two in a row, and with them benching their, their team, essentially, um, would not shock me if we see Portland finish with the fifth highest lottery odds taking that mm-hmm. spot from the Orlando Magic. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like the Pacers and Wizards are fully done making a no. run yet. Now, they're three and a half games behind Chicago, so it's starting to uh, – they're actually both only a game up on Orlando now, as Orlando's uh, been winning here over the last couple of days, as you said, uh, or last week, I guess, is a better way to put that. So it kind of feels like that's just about done in the East. Still lots of seeding to be determined in the East, but it seems like we might have our 10 teams now locked in. So that's one where if if you're not uh, making up ground by the middle of this week, we could see the Pacers and Wizards take a different turn this season. Mm -hmm. Wizards may be kind of already doing it. They're sitting Bradley Beal and Kyle Kuzma's been out. Now they have legitimate injuries. I don't think any of these guys are just – shutting down fully healthy players. I think it's certainly a case of, hey, if we were fighting for a uh, top six seed, these guys would be playing. But I, the, all these guys are dealing with stuff. So uh, I'm not going to say these are full-on tank moves, but I think we're starting to see uh, more teams on both conferences uh, say, all right, let's call it what it is. We're probably not making up the ground. Well, let's move on. Yeah. Yep, exactly. That's what's happening. And this is typical for this time of year where teams just say, you know what? We understand where we're at and um, let's start focusing on other places and not put any of our veterans at risk or anything. And, you know, let's go have a good off season. Um, the Warriors, this was kind of a big deal, uh, but the Warriors have announced that they won't pursue compensation after all for Gary Payton the second. There were issues there and it ended up being a four team trade, but it was a, a trade between the Blazers and the Warriors. But uh, if particularly to land Gary Payton the second in back with Golden State, but there was some concern that maybe the Blazers weren't super forthcoming about his injury status and what that would mean and all of that. And now as the dust has settled, the Warriors, they're not going to try to get anything extra out of the Blazers and everybody is just going to move on, which is probably for the best, but the potential sure was there for this to get very, very messy given how many teams were involved and the fact that this was a deadline deal, which means if any part of it got undone, the whole thing falls apart and a bunch of players would have to go back to their original teams. Yeah, and Portland had made other moves that were kind of at least, let's say, semi-contingent on this move happening and all that stuff. So that's why, Mm -hmm. thankfully, everybody kind of got together and said, hey, let's not do this. My guess is this is probably 
a combination of the Warriors getting notice from the league of like, hey, we're not taking a pick away from Portland for this. You know, it doesn't seem like this was completely out of bounds on what happened with this. And Peyton is now back. He played uh, over the weekend. I think it was last night, maybe, um, that that he made his – I guess re-debut for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like he's going to be good to go for the rest of the season. So, you know, I think the Warriors are, hey, we're happy. We made the trade to get GP2. He's back. He's playing. That's enough for us. Let's all move on. All right. Another player who is out. Unfortunately. Why? Why do yeah. we have to do this? We were going to get to see Embiid versus Jokic tonight. Joel Embiid will be out uh, for the 76ers matchup with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, is this... How legit is this, do you think? Because I've seen people saying, well, this is because Embiid is in the lead in terms of the MVP voting right now. And so just like the top draft prospect isn't going to work out against the number two draft prospect because they can't (laughs) help them at all, then maybe Embiid doesn't want to go against Jokic and risk that MVP. I would hope that's not the case, but do you think there's that's plausible at all here? I mean, it it's the NBA in 2023. So I guess like, I don't <laughs> right. know. I mean, people look for crazy conspiracy theories and everything. No, nothing can just be a thing, right? Like there's always yeah. going to be some, you know, underhanded, you know, villainous plot to, to, you know, why these things are happening. And MB very openly said, I want to say it was maybe the middle of last week when they were talking about James Harden was out, PJ Tucker had been out. And he said, yeah, I'm going to need a day off here too. Pretty soon. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. feeling pretty worn down. I'm, I, I, you know, this is the most I've played this late into a season and all those things. And then he you know, went on to say like, Hey, look, we get it. We got to keep winning games, but I want to be ready for the playoffs. And he was also very honest about, I haven't, always been at my best yeah, late in seasons and at the start of playoffs. So I think mm-hmm. what we're seeing here in this situation with him is we're kind of in a spot where, all right, well, what's happening now with Embiid is it's he's dealing with a calf thing that held him out the other night. And my guess is the 76ers are, all right, you know what? We're two and a half behind Boston now, which is really like more like three and a half. Let's just, call it what it is. Maybe we're not going to run the Celtics down for that two seed. I, and I know they were ahead of them a, about a week or so ago, but it was yeah. by percentage points. But my guess is this is probably a spot where it's, you know, this is the best bet is just let him sit it out, rest, and then we'll get back to it and we'll figure it out from there. So that that's that's just my guess. I, I mean, I don't think there is any sense of, well, we got to hold him out because I don't know that it's that fully decided for anybody in the MVP vote yet. I mean, I saw some mm-hmm. stuff after Jokic and the Nuggets beat the Bucks that, well, maybe Jokic is back in front. So I think a lot of people are going to take this thing all the way down to the end of the season. Who loses, though? It's all of us, right? Because that was going to be a really fun game mm-hmm. to watch later tonight on Monday night, and now it isn't. And that's that's kind of a, a bummer there. Yeah, absolutely. That's That's just it. Like, we don't get to see – what was going to be a much anticipated matchup. And so that's that's certainly unfortunate that we don't get that, regardless of what the, the reasoning is. Hopefully it does mean you'll see a healthier Embiid come playoff time. But um, yeah, for you know, uh, kind of a, a end of the season Monday night would have got a nice shot in the arm from uh, Embiid versus Jokic. But yeah, unfortunately not going to happen. Um, yeah, and it's another- not a like super great slate. Otherwise, like no. the early games are kind of crappy and... Um, 
you know, it's I guess Luke is in there for Mavs Pacers, so that's a little bit better than it could have been. But the big thing now for me is, what do you think, Trevor? Do we get to the end of the night and are the Sacramento Kings playoff drought over? Like, like, are, are we there? Are they going to get – because it's either they win, the Suns lose, or the uh, Clippers lose. Any one of those three things puts them in the playoffs. Uh, I'm going to say I would favor the Suns to beat the Jazz. I would favor the Clippers to beat the Bulls on the second night of a back-to-back, which I'm sure the Bulls are going to shoot like – from the field after going berserk yesterday because of course um and and i'm going to minnesota and sacramento such a toss-up i'll say sacramento gets gets the win over minnesota minnesota on a back-to-back yeah Yeah, i'll say sacramento uh, but i'm gonna say sacramento does it themselves i'm gonna say they get the win to punch their ticket i think so too and that's the way you want it to be right like like i want to see them win they you know do their whole they light the beam and you know, I don't know if they've got some special giant beam for it being the playoff clinching win or whatever, but let, let's let, let's go. I mean, it's going to be so cool. And it's funny because I commented on this the other night uh, when it was like, ah, you know what? It'll be cooler to see Sacramento just clinch themselves than to you know, backdoor their way in by another team losing. And uh, the number of people were like, who cares, man? They're just going to lose in the first round. If all we care about is the team that wins at the very end, we've lost all enjoyment and plot here. Like it's like, we're, we're gone. Like, like then, then you're going to, I don't know how anybody likes the sport. If it only matters, which team wins like the Kings breaking a, what will be what 16, 17 year playoff drought. If that's not something that they should get excited about and go absolutely crazy about. I don't know what you're watching the sport for, right? Like like this should be an absolute blast tonight. It should be. It absolutely yeah. should. If they get, to, if they get to light the beam and all that, absolutely should should mm-hmm. celebrate. And yeah. otherwise, I mean, one team every year gets to feel good. Like I, I don't just, I don't think that's realistic, right? No, and that's not how it works, right? I no. mean, yeah, we should be in a spot where, like, that's why we get, like, that's why I'm not against the whole in-season tournament thing, because if. Some team can come away feeling like, hey, we won that. And, you know, that that was a good accomplishment for us. It's going to take a few years for that to become a real thing and people to really mm-hmm. care about it. But once they do, they will. And it'll become, you know, anytime people are competing for anything, it becomes a thing that you want to win, right? Like, like, it'll be like, well, hey, we, we can win that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, and then we'll start getting things much like in, in uh, European soccer where it'll be like, oh, man, the, you know, the, 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 the Kings pulled off the double. They won the in-season tournament and the, right. you know, NBA finals and those kind of things. You'll get all that sort of stuff too. And it'll be, you know, oh, this guy pulled off the triple, you know, the regular season MVP, finals MVP, and the, you know, in-season tournament MVP or whatever. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for, you know, more things we can celebrate and have fun with the better. Like it's, a, we don't need to hate on everything just because they, you know, well, they didn't win a title, so it doesn't matter. Like that's just not how it works. And that's not, you shouldn't, you know enjoy more like like be happy more you know just in general i guess come on keith it's all about rings with a z right right. Um, many z's yes that's right (laughs) celebrate good times come on uh daquan jeffries gets a multi-year deal with the knicks he got uh, a couple of um a couple of 10-day contracts but hadn't actually stepped onto the floor but he will get a multi-year deal now i'd have to imagine that most of these years are are non-guaranteed and that's what the Knicks are doing here. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's it's a two-year deal uh, for Jeffries. This year, he got some of the okay. Knicks still had their full room exception left. So he got a um, rather... Uh, Good chunk of what was left of the room exception prorated, obviously. Um, so he got that. And then in exchange for that, he put a non-guaranteed second season. I agreed to a non-guaranteed second season. And then that just gives the Knicks some flexibility. So if they want to move him or get out of the contract early, they can. But he's become a favorite of Tom Thibodeau. Uh, they had him on a two-way. They, they had him on a couple 10 days. And now that they're, they're keeping him around at the end of the year. So... Just, you know, good good work by them to get a guy in who seems like he's well-liked, probably a pretty good practice guy because, you know, mm-hmm. Lord knows if you're not in the top eight, nine, you do not get into games uh, in New York, even sometimes in blowouts, uh, deal with that. So, you know, really, really kind of interested. I'm very curious to see uh, beyond, obviously, the Jeffries stuff, what happens with the Knicks now because they've lost three in a row. They're, they're not catching the Cavs. That's over. Um, so they're going to be, you know, now – their goal is holding off Brooklyn and Miami and staying in the, the top six. They're only a couple games ahead yeah. of those two teams. And they had a whole string of issues, including a game here in Orlando where Julius Randle was seen yelling at teammates and coaches and officials and everybody else. And he was basically like, Hey, it's all fine. It's just stuff that happens in the course of the season, but things aren't, you know, we went through a period where it's like, man, you know, things are all, oh, everything's rosy in New York and this is great. And now we're all of a sudden in a spot where eh, things don't look so hot anymore. So yeah. um, I'll be curious to watch them down the stretch here in the regular season. Yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on. It seemed like they were going to be one of the feel-good teams to finish out the season, and then things kind of went off the rails from there. But, I mean, look, winning cures all. If they go on a little win streak here to head into the playoffs, they could certainly get some of that momentum back. But, um, again, it's going to take winning some games, and it's going to take kind of reversing course from the way things have been recently for the next all right keith that wraps things up today i got a tidy little show in, in today that's yeah. right that's right that all right 
Everybody, much. make sure you are subscribing, uh, both at the, the podcast platforms over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to podcasts, as well as the YouTube channel. Till next time, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Stay safe and see ya. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.